Hey, it's Alan Berg. Are you coming to Wedding MBA this year? Well, I'll be there again. I haven't missed one since the first one in 2007. So I look forward to seeing you there. And if you want to save $20 off the current ticket price and they get higher as you get closer, go to WeddingMBA.com. Use the promo code Alan, A-L-A-N. WeddingMBA.com, promo code Alan, save $20. I look forward to seeing you there. Before we get into this episode, I'm starting something called Ask Me Anything. That's right. You submit your questions and they could become an entire episode or something that I answer at the end of an episode. To submit your questions, look for the red button at podcast.allenberg.com. That's right, podcast.allenberg.com. Click on the red button, submit your question, and maybe you'll hear it here on the podcast. Thanks. When you're making decisions for your business, do you go by instinct, going by your gut, or are you using data to help you decide what the right way forward is for you? Take a listen to this episode and find out how you can use both, but which one is going to help you do more. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg, speaker, author, sales trainer, website reviewer, here to help you and your wedding and event business sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Today, I want to talk about something that I discuss with my clients in our consultations, and it's that, do you go with your gut or are you data-driven? See, a lot of people in our industry just go with your gut. It's like, it feels right or it doesn't feel right. And that's important because your past history is going to guide you towards that. But you also want to be using data. And the key with data is uh, the first rule of computers. I heard this when I first took a computer class a long, long time ago. The teacher went to the board and wrote G-I-G-O. Garbage in, garbage out. That's like the first rule of computers. Computer can only do with what you give it in terms of data. So what data are you using? I was looking at Google Analytics reports with some of my uh, clients the other day. We did a group website review and I'm looking at analytics and some of them it came up with zeros because it wasn't even set up correctly. So I always ask people, I said, do you have Google Analytics? And some people raise their hands and I say, and how many of you know how to read it? (laughs) And and then some of those hands kind of go down, you know, they kind of like by their head, oh, I'm, I'm just looking around here. The key with analytics is, What is the data that you're going to have that you can act on? Not what data can you get, but can you act on the data? When I look at a report like a Google Analytics report, there's a lot of stuff in there that's interesting, but you can't take action. Like there's this chart that shows you the day of the week and the time of the day when people are visiting your website. That's great. It's interesting to know they're coming during the week, during the day. Maybe they're at work, so that's why they're not calling you. Interesting. But is there anything you can do about it? Probably not, you can't act on it. But you can act on knowing which pages they're visiting, whether they're coming on mobile or not, how much time they're spending, because if they're not spending a lot of time, then maybe you're not engaging them well enough. So that's data. Also data in terms of your sales. If in a perfect world, you could know where every lead came from. Remember, they don't, you don't do any business from your website, you do it through your website. You don't do it from your advertising, you do it through your advertising. So they come from somewhere. We all make many, many steps, many, many clicks to get through to do something that we wanna do these days in terms of buying. 
Uh, there's something called last click attribution where we give the credit to the last click someone made, but not the two, three, four, five, eight, ten 10 clicks that they made before that. In a perfect world, you would want to know that when you got a lead, that lead came from where, and then how did they get to that? That would be a whole nother story. But then how many of those people do you have a meaningful conversation with? How many of those people do you then either take to a sale or do you take to a meeting or a tour and then to a sale? Trending is what you're looking for. Over time, are those numbers changing? Absolute numbers to say that I closed 37% of the people that inquired this month. That would be great to know. Is it good? I don't know. How was it compared to, well, maybe not last year because last year's not a good comparison, but how was it compared to in a normal March? How was it compared to last month? How does it compare to your average throughout the year? See, the number itself isn't enough. You have to be able to compare it to something to know whether it was a good or a bad number and then to see it trending. So with clients that I work with in terms of sales training, we're looking at the numbers that they have when I start with them and then are those numbers increasing? Uh, one of my clients, after a couple of months, their conversion went up by 10% from where it was before, from that conversation to getting them in for the tour. And we know that they were closing 80% of the people they were having tours with. So now we can extrapolate back. What does that mean in terms of dollars? <laughs> it means a lot of dollars is what it means. So are you looking at data? Do you know what to do with that data? Are you getting the data from a good source? Because, you know, looking at, again, Google Analytics and saying, well, the bounce rate on my website is X, all right? What does that mean? Has it always been that? Has it been higher? Has it been lower? Do you know what you're reading? I don't really care what the bounce rate is on your website. And if you don't know what a bounce rate is, when someone goes to a website and they leave without looking at any other page, that's called a bounce. You do it, I do it, you know, we go to a site, it's not what we want, or... You go to a site, you landed on a page that may not have been the home page, but it's the page you needed. You got what you needed and you left. You bounced, but you got what you needed and you left. My site is set up that way. If you uh, Google Allenberg website review or Allenberg sales training, I don't expect you to get my homepage. I expect you to get that page on my site that has the information you need. And on that page should be just about everything you need. You probably don't have to go to another page. As a matter of fact, there's a contact form on the page. There are calls to action throughout the page. So you can contact me right from that page and leave and you bounced. So my bounce rate is very high because I've created that structure for that. What I care about is really more of my calendar. Is it full with appointments and, and sales? Is it my P&L, you know, my profit and loss statement? Does that look good? I don't care what my bounce rate is. 2019 was my best year ever. And my bounce rate was probably the highest it's ever been. Good, good, because so were my sales. <laughs> People were coming, getting what they needed, contacting me, leaving that page, it's fine. So when it comes to data, going with your gut is good, but having data to back it up is better. I ask a lot of people, how much of the traffic to your website is mobile? Because Google is only looking at the mobile version of your site these days. It's not even looking at the desktop version. And people will say to me, oh, it's, it's, it's almost all of it. I said, well, is that your gut or is that what the report says? And I've had people we've gone, they've said, oh, it's almost all my traffic is mobile. We go to their website, uh, go to their analytics and it's 55%. Okay, that's more than half. That's still a lot, but it's not most of it, 
right? It's not, it's not, I should say, it's not almost all of it. And then I've had other people who told me, oh, you know, I don't know, maybe it's like 40% or so. And we look and it's 60, 65%. You need to know this because you can do something about that. If most of your traffic is coming in on mobile and you only look at a laptop or a desktop when you look at your website, you don't know what your clients are seeing. You don't know how the things are responding. I've seen pictures where people are getting cut out on mobile or text that looks really large or really small, colored and patterned backgrounds that just don't represent well on mobile or text that's way too close to the edges, um, calls to action that are not mobile friendly. So you can act on those things, but you need to have the data to back it up. So I want you to use your gut. Things you know feel right or don't feel right. Uh, my dad always used to use the smell test. It doesn't smell right. Yeah, something doesn't smell right there. Okay, well, let's look into the data. Maybe we're right, maybe we're wrong. But going with your gut alone, you could be making decisions based upon a gut when you could have been making decisions based upon some data. So I want you to have data. Data is also in terms of advertising. And now let me just say this, if you haven't heard me say this before, you don't have to get the same return on investment from every different source. So you want to be comparing the return on investment from this source. So let's say you're advertising on the not. How are you doing on the not compared to how you were doing on the not before? Don't compare it to the local wedding website or don't compare it to how you're doing on Facebook, whatever, because they're not connected. The question is, if we put this, put our blinders on, are we getting a return on investment from this particular source that makes sense for this particular investment. And yes, sometimes you're gonna invest more, you're gonna get less, but it's still a good return. And you're gonna say, okay, well, it's not as good as that one, but I'm already maxing that, right? If you're already doing your Facebook ads, you can't get any more from Facebook than you're getting. You need another source if you're not filling your calendar. So that's what I mean by data. That's why I want you to look at the data and say, let me look at this and see, can I take action on this? Or maybe I can invest more in fill in the blank. Wedding Wire, The Knot, Facebook, Google, wedding shows, et cetera. The places that are getting you good, are you maxing it out or not? And this is where data can help you again. So going with your gut, going with data, I actually want you to use both, but data is gonna help you as long as you're looking at the right pieces of data that you can actually take action on. I don't want it to be like fireworks. Oh, that's interesting. But then you go home. <laughs> you can't do anything with that. So look at the sources of data, your own analytics. Again, if you have Google Analytics or if you're on Squarespace or some other site, are they giving you analytics? Is it giving you the analytics you want? Can you take action on it? Or can you get a different type of reporting? Or again, you might have to pay for it, but you can make more money with it if you know what to do with it. Can you get the right kind of information so you can make the right kind of decisions for you and for your business that will profit you more let you help more couples have amazing weddings and events. And that's what this is all about. So data or gut, the answer is both, but make sure you're using data along with gut so that you're steering yourself in the right direction. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. You can find full transcripts on my website at podcast.allenberg.com. And if you have a suggestion for a topic for a new episode or even a guest, please let me know at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. 
And if you'd like to find out about having me come and speak to your association or a conference or do sales training in person or remotely for your team, whether you're a team of one or a team of a hundred, please let me know again, alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. Thanks for listening.